from Birmingham, Alabama. You're listening to the Flat Picking Pilgrim's Progress. I'm your host, Gary Furr, and I'm so glad to have you with me today. Whether you're sitting in your favorite chair or riding along in the car, I'm glad we're going to get to spend this time together. Welcome on this Memorial Day weekend. I was remembering that in 2007, on Memorial Day, my wife and I went to American Village, which is the national cemetery here in the state of Alabama. And we went to attend the Gold Star Memorial Service in the chapel there for families of fallen servicemen and women who have died since the wars in Afghanistan and Iraq had begun. I went there because a friend, Mary Nell Winslow and her husband, uh, were there, and I had collaborated on a song to help Mary Nell write about her fallen son, Ryan, who had died in a roadside bomb in Iraq. It was sung very beautifully at the beginning of the service by a talented young soloist from Nashville, and later family members or representatives of families walked one by one to the front and laid a single rose across a pair of combat boots as a symbol of the one whose full name was called. As the roses piled higher and higher, And you heard that list of names one at a time. There was time to think about each family, each person, and who they were. What did they dream? What was it like for them? Memorial Day was originally called Decoration Day. It's a day of remembrance for those who have died in the service of our nation. According to a website about the observance, how it began is really a bit of a mystery. There are many stories as to its actual beginning, says this website, with over two dozen cities and towns laying claim to being the birthplace of Memorial Day. There's also evidence that organized women's groups in the South were decorating graves before the end of the Civil War. There was a hymn published in 1867, Kneel Where Our Loves Are Sleeping, by Nella L. Sweet, that carried the dedication to the ladies of the South who are decorating the graves of the Confederate dead. Memorial Day was officially proclaimed on 5 May 1868 by General John Logan, National Commander of the Grand Army of the Republic, in his General Order No. 11 and was first observed on 30th of May, 1868, when flowers were placed on the graves of Union and Confederate soldiers at Arlington National Cemetery. To a mother whose child has died, nothing can give complete comfort. To know that he or she died for good cause as a patriot, loyal soldier, 
even with the gratitude of the nation, is meaningful. But all wars, no matter what the words we put to them, are filled with agony and suffering. For a mother, there is still that terrible void that the child she held in her arms taught to walk and talk and pray and play. It's gone. I think about those families during this holiday every year. However, their deaths came. For each family, this was deeply personal, irreplaceable, terrible, and relentless. Remembering is a holy act. Death is a doorway into that mystery called eternity, a door that only opens one way for us. In the anguish of loss, we search for meaning, for hope, for comfort. At the very least, to be remembered is a moment of relief. It is good for us to place a hand on the parent of a son or daughter who died and say, we haven't forgotten them, and we are sad with you. Death is terrible enough, and grief, it's hard companion, but it's worse when it is suffered alone. At least we can bear it with some sense that our loved one's life mattered not only to us, but others. So Memorial Day is a time to reflect not just on this war, but on all the wars we have endured. The price has been, in human history, enormous. In the last years of my pastoral work, I missed my World War II veterans and Korean War veterans and Vietnam veterans who had passed away. If they had seen all these stupid, angry people walking around our nation's streets, brandishing guns at each other, threatening each other when we should be pulling together, they would shake their heads. They knew what real war was like. The toll of conflict is deeper than we know. So it's good to pause and remember and count the cost. It's good to understand that in all that we do, there are those from among us who cannot sit comfortably and do it. They carry a heavy load. Veterans Day celebrates survivors. Memorial Day mourns the dead. The value of history, genuine history, is that it keeps a sober picture of truth before our eyes, of the great labors that progress has asked of us. So memorials matter. The Lincoln Memorial won't let us forget the enormity of the struggle of this nation to defeat a failed insurgency and end slavery. Just nearby, a visitor can walk to the Vietnam War Memorial and walk along and weep to consider the tens of thousands who lost their lives in that protracted and painful involvement overseas. The 9-11 Memorial requires that we walk around a terrifying chasm and look at the names of those who died in one morning of insanity and hate. We live in a time of distraction and forgetting. 
We have Nazis again and white supremacists wandering our streets, spouting the same drivel that our parents and grandparents went across the ocean to defeat in Europe last century. Now we have people who question the Holocaust and try to retell history to suit themselves and their own crazy, irrational ideas. We conveniently and stupidly forget. Henry Nouwen wrote in his book The Living Reminder that the late Elie Wiesel, a survivor of Auschwitz, went back to his Hungarian town 20 years later. What pained him most was not as much that they had allowed it to happen, but that they so quickly blotted it out of their memory. The Jews, he wrote, quote, have been driven not only out of town, but out of time as well. Nowen added that his story suggests that to forget our sins may be an even greater sin than to commit them. I was fortunate to personally know and serve as pastor to men and women who served in wars, people whose lives were part of mine, whose funerals I conducted, survived Pearl Harbor, landed at Omaha Beach and Iwo Jima and Guadalcanal and the Battle of the Bulge. We're at the 52nd parallel in Korea when the Chinese army overran them. They were in the jungles of Vietnam. I'm not for a moment glorifying war. It's terrible. But I'm not forgetting it either. Look at it. Consider the cost, the tragedy, the realities, the crevices of the human soul where both good and evil wage war every day. Remember this and do not forget it. This is our price of living on the shoulders of other people's suffering. As Old Testament scholar Walter Brueggemann said, we must first grieve our losses before we can be sane about resuming life. I hope we don't skip over the remembering as painful as it might be because there is also joy in remembering and you can't have joy without sorrow. Our celebrations all too often omit the sense of loss. We default to glorifying, to parades without silence. I choose instead to keep remembering and honoring and mourning and giving thanks. Be grateful for every act of sacrifice for the greater good, no matter how small. Without it, life is cheapened and lost. I appreciate you being with me. This is the last episode of season one. I hope you'll join me for season two. That is soon upcoming. And I'll end today with the song that I helped Mary Nell Winslow write for her son. These are her words, my music. See you next episode. Time and time again 
earn a place of honor among a few good men. We saw you off at the station, proud tears in our eyes. There's no greater love than when you're saying a long goodbye. for your country in those distant desert lands to shield freedom's flame from those who don't understand you were taken in the thunder of a sudden roadside There is no greater love than when you lay your body down. No greater love you're in our hearts embrace. No greater love than the memory of your face. And to know you are alive. This is the Flat Picking Pilgrim's Progress. Thanks for joining me today. You can... 
find my music at G-A-F-U-R-R, G-A-F-U-R-R.com. And you can go to my blog site for lots of other information and writings at GaryFur.me, G-A-R-Y-F-U-R-R.me. Once again, thank you so much. Join me next time on the Flat Picking Pilgrim's Progress.